no. Under well, there. Actually, yes, under how there. How did that even <laughs> Lift it up and oh, clean under it. I'm trying. You won't the get whole... it if you're just pushing it off the no, side of the table. My whole area is wet. My whole area. Oh, no, it's on the phone. There's a paper. Hello, oh, everyone. No. And welcome back to our podcast. Oh, Rock. Rocks, what's I'm going done. on? Just spilt a whole can of Pepsi <laughs> all over me and my area. Use the tissue. Yes, use I the am. tissue. I am, but I wasn't expecting you to start recording. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me just move. Right. I have been waiting in this room, ladies and gentlemen, for Rox to come in. I've, I've been waiting here about half an hour. <gasps> she's walked straight in, gone, Well, I'm ready. And then she's chucked Pepsi all over her desk. I didn't do it on purpose, did I? Have you finished cleaning it up properly? Not really, no. You've just I'm... pushed Pepsi onto the floor. I've seen you do it. I'm trying my best. Oh, I've gonna... just got a toilet roll da and a. Dab the floor. Oh, Dab the carpet. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Bye. <laughs> right. right. There we are. Hello, everyone. Drama Rover. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Rox. And this is our podcast. Live, laugh, love the podcast. What, what a morning. Already, oh. she's chucked Pepsi everywhere. <laughs> Come on, Rox, what have you got to do? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody, let's go. You got to live, laugh, love. Even if you've got a wet area today, guys, <laughs> you have got to live, laugh, love. It's the only way to get through it, my friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you for joining us again to oh. our podcast. <laughs> Uh, episode number 21. 21 and having fun, my friend. Oh, a great one. Well, what I'd give to be 21 again. Oh, no, I didn't really. Uh, you know, now's better, love. <laughs> 21, I didn't even know what day it was. Well, we have got all your favourite features coming up, guys. Dial a Dilemma, Date Night Diaries, Confessions of a Housekeeper, One Line Wonders, Living <gasps> with a Southerner, and Name That Sound. And can I say... If you don't already follow the podcast yet... Please do. We'll love you forever and I won't spill Pepsi everywhere anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Please follow, guys. Press the little plus button wherever you follow us. Uh, we'd, we'd love you to be back here every week and get it straight into your phone the minute it comes out. It's lovely to hear everyone having fun. It's it's really nice to hear people off going back to school, going to work. They're driving to work now and they're like... I'm back on the podcast. I'm sorry I've been back. Like, it's so lovely to hear where well, you're watching it. I have got the funniest little story that I've just got to tell you at what? the top of today's show that we have had a, an email in, in from Heather who right. told us that she nearly died this week listening to our podcast. Oh, Heather. <laughs> are you all right, my dear? Why? Why she did was, she nearly die? She was listening to our podcast whilst driving home <gasps> and was laughing so hard at our barbecue stories that she nearly choked on an almond. Oh, Heather. <laughs> right, Heather, <laughs> pull to the side and eat your, eat your almonds in a lay-by. <laughs> if you're going to eat your nuts... <laughs> oh, no. If you're going to eat nuts in public, Heather, just pull up and make sure no one's watching. Don't do it whilst driving. Eating nuts and driving is, is, not, is not a safe combo. Okay? This is a warning to anyone listening to this podcast. If you don't want to choke or accidentally die by laughter, please don't leave us. your nuts. Leave your nuts alone. <laughs> leave your nuts out. Leave your nuts alone when you're listening to our podcast, okay? That's a warning for everybody listening right now. Don't touch your nuts. Never inhale with a nut in the mouth. <laughs> 
So there's your little warning for this week. Oh, wow. No, no driving. It's a turn. Talking <laughs> of nuts, me and you, weren't we? We were, we were on our way with our little nut snacks this week to London. Me and you, we, we was. were commuting. Back in, like, back like the old days, back me and you commuting. Like, Batman and Robin on the on the train down Batman to London, weren't we? <laughs> You're Rodney. I'm um, I'm, He's I'm, the, I'm the so boy. funny. Honestly, Rock's getting a train. She she makes so many like. Are we getting snacks for the train? <laughs> I love. I do love a commute. I literally turn up at a train station and get straight on the train. Rock says, "Well, we got to go and get me coffee from there, and I got to yeah. get some snacks." And well, uh, is there going to be a drinks trolley that comes round? Right. The, well, the oh. palaver of a commute for Roxanne is absolutely fantastic. But commuting back in the day was like you know commuting to work. Got to be always late. I was always trying to catch a tube, the last train home. There wasn't this twenty-four hour tube thing. I had to always be catching up with myself because I was terrible time. Keeper, as we know, as we um, do well but know. Now I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go on my phone. I'm gonna read a little book. I'm gonna do a magazine. I'm gonna have a little drinky post, little did, coffee. Did you? Do you like commuting? Did I like commuting? Did you or do you? No, I've never been a commuter really. You've always it's moaned only now, about it. Like now, my kids are grown up a bit. It's a bit of peace. It's a day quiet. off, isn't it? It's a day off. Sit on a train for two hours and it's, it's time away. <laughs> Don't have to drive, don't have to think, don't have to look, don't have to do anything. I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't very... You you was a very good, effective commuter, what I remember. You used to get the bus, the tube, the train. You always had the app going. I, really I would have worked. apps, I would have games, I'd pick up a paper. You I used were to, like my PA commuter. <laughs> I used to like a commute because it was, yeah, it was time for me to get stuff done. Yeah. I put on some headphones and I could get stuff done. I don't mind all of it, but it, I wasn't very good. I, I want you to tell everyone that story, though, where, where I mean, I wasn't there, right? I'm going to say this. This is true, though. I don't know. <laughs> Having, having been with you for a long time, Roxanne. What? I have never seen any of these traits come through in any other part of life. You can stop because I have... Roxanne claims that no, she saved somebody's life I did on save. a commute. I saved a man's life <laughs> you on a commuter train. Right. I did. And tell I, us don't, what, I tell swear us on my life, on everyone's life, I saved a man's life one day. Come on then, what happened? Right, well, I was on the way to work. Now, at the time, I would get a train. I'd have to get up early, get on the train, and get into central London, right? right? So, okay. I was running for my train, got to the platform. Remarkably, I was there quite early. But I'm looking at this point, and I see this guy walking, but he's obviously not concentrating because, okay. you know, you know when you see someone like... It was in the morning, so he's not drunk or anything. But I can see him walking, walking, and I'm like, oh, he's like looking down. I can't remember if he was on a, um, his phone or if he was reading. I can't even remember. But what I remember is that he was walking and I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's gone over the yellow line. He's gone over the he's yellow not, line. He's not gone over the, the yellow line. The train, like, came in, right? Mark, he misses the step <laughs> and his leg goes down. To the platform, right? So he's, but between the train and so the platform, his leg's his fallen legs down the gap. His leg's fallen down and his balls hit <laughs> the platform. The hardest I've ever heard a man scream. Like, so, so one, ah, ah, like I've, I, I hear it now. Right. Okay. So one leg's down the gap. Or where's the other leg? On the platform or in the train? Like on the platform up and right. one leg is he's down, down the gap. Right? He's fallen <laughs> down the gap. Missed the step, gone down the gap and angled and wedged himself in a in the gap. And he cannot, and he's screaming and crying. 
I mean, he's fallen on his on he's his fallen nuts. and he's screaming and crying. It's in the morning. He's still got the paper in his hand. Right. Shouldn't laugh. And I just leapt into action. Right. I don't know what happened. I what don't do know what overcome for me because this man is double my height and size. Right. But he's wedged in, he's and I'm in like, pain. oh my god! I literally go, this man's gonna die. Like in my brain. Right. Super so rocks to the rescue. <laughs> I run over because I'm first on the scene. Brilliant. First on the scene. First on the scene. I'm first on the scene. Right. <laughs> but Mark, you see a man struggling with his man... balls. You're like, I'm there to help. <laughs> this man is wailing like. Like beyond yeah, wailing, yeah. screaming, crying. He's got his balls trapped in the platform. <laughs> okay. Right? Right? He, <laughs> I grab him by the head. It's all I can think. Why not? I under literally the arms? hold him by the head, either side of his head, and start tugging him by his head. Sorry. I'm like, Hah! you've grabbed him by the ears and you're tugging yeah, him. I'm pulling. Why not under his arms? I can't. I can't winch him out. Like he's wedged <laughs> in. How is like grabbing his ears going to help? One leg is door stopped and the other leg is not. Yes, but how is grabbing him by the head? You're going to give him a, a neck in injury. I'm in sheer panic mode. Okay, this man's going to die. The train's going to take off and his balls are going to be sliced in half in my head. <laughs> I've done a whole action movie in my brain. She Hulk over it grabs him. No lie. I grabbed him by the head, pulled him out, and he's flopped out like a little floppy bunny. <laughs> and he laid on the platform. Crying. Was like, <laughs> yeah, cry. he was like wincing from his balls. Uh, and now his neck injury. At, at this point, you know, the train staff are aside. Well done. They're like, well done. Oh my, well done. What happened? And I was like, I, I went, he wedged his balls in the train. <laughs> the platform and I was just sort of stroking his head because I felt really bad because mm. I saved his life but, but I did it by ripping his head off <laughs> but he come out I got him out of that situation and did, and he I thank you, did he thank you for this rock you know or, or did he not he was crying quite <laughs> profusely uh, and he was like thank you but did I, he... in my brain I, I sort of stepped over him and went I hope you're okay and they called an ambulance because he was in a bad state. Like yeah. He hurt himself. Yeah. It wasn't like, this wasn't a small gap. This was a gap. This was a gap. He's got yeah. his, his legs down there. Back in the day gap, this so was. So do, do you think you helped that scenario or made it worse? I saved his life. <laughs> I say, I, to this day, we'll say he, I saved his life. Yeah, you might say that. Would he say that? But if you've ever seen a girl pulling a man out by of the platform head. by his head, that was me. <laughs> So, if you was on the platform that if day... If it was you, get in contact. I want to know your balls are all right. <laughs> if you, <laughs> That's <how> weird. <laughs> if you was ever on a platform in London and had your balls trapped yeah. uh, and you was helped <laughs> by a... I did help him. The train was going to go. If you was helped by a woman ripping your head off... <laughs> I didn't have any other means. I'm sorry. Do please get in touch on the ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Well, I'll be honest, I've never had any... Uh, a, a parent's life-saving moments on a on on a commute, but um, I'm trying to think of incidents I had. I was trying to think of these when we were talking about it the other day. The best ones I can I can think of for my time. You know, I spent nearly 11, 10, 11 years in London or around London on commutes. Yeah, you don't ever save the person's story, do you? <laughs> no, neither do you. But you were on buses a lot. But I, I took the bus a lot, so. Yeah. 
I saw a lot of cyclists get knocked off. Oh, yeah, terrible. By buses, because buses, there's so I mean, many, and there's so many cyclists whizzing about. It was those bendy buses, wasn't it? Do you remember yeah, I remember that. But I mean, my fa- some of my favourite stories, it was getting a night bus. I remember getting a night bus about two o'clock from uh, like Camden Way, uh, and a, a bloke sort of went to the top of the bus, and he announced, packed it was, everyone was a little bit drunk, Guys, I've just stolen burger sauce. Hey! And he burger had like kebab shop. He had like a two liter like bottle of burger sauce he'd stolen from a kebab shop. Wow! And then everyone on the top deck of the bus did shots of burger sauce. Stop it! <laughs> you did you do it? Of course I did. <laughs> a shot of burger sauce. What on a night bus? On a night bus. Of course you did. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> Those night buses used to be proper, proper Larry, weren't they? Oh, I mean, they were the best. Everyone was singing. Everyone, oh, like, I remember wow. everyone would sing Oasis. Wonderwall was always yeah. a classic on the top of a, a double-decker when everyone had, had a few to drink. And the, the song, Some People Stand in the Darkness. It was always random, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the songs that were sung. Um, <laughs> although my, my, my very worst experience of a commute was uh, when me and you went on that date. And I nearly got stabbed. (gasps) OMG, I totally forgot about that. Do you remember about that? Is that the cheese one? (laughs) Which sounds mental. I totally forgot about that. I put it to the back of my brain. Me and Rox hadn't been going out for that long. But Rox used to uh, enter all these like competitions. He's taking it seriously. I am, well. No, this was, I mean, it was a weird circumstance. So Rox always used to enter these competitions, right? I loved right? a competition. Of, like, on like London websites for like, you know, experience nights out and things like that. Well, we like couldn't that. afford to go anywhere. So, because we were living in London and we had no money because we were working. So I used to enter every she used competition. To enter any sort of experience, free meal, free bottle of wine, anything. Yeah, right? just Rox to would get enter, an experience Just to it. try and get, mean we could have something to do and I remember one Saturday night Rox won as a uh, a cheese night cheese night it was Forza was it called Forza it was like Forza yeah, winter and they did like a cheese it was night. a cheese fondue night Fantastic is what it was Fantastic, it was and it was it was amazing but uh, <laughs> it wasn't on the way oh this is harrowing actually I forgot about this me and Rox was basically getting a, a tube right so it was crossing London we was going from North London to South London and we were sat to, side by side on a tube and a guy gets on and he sits opposite me, right? And he's got, he's wearing all black. He's got a hoodie on that's up. He's got like a, like a, a, a scarf, a scarf, scarf. Yeah. covering like his nose and mouth, right? So all yeah. you could see was his eyes. And he sits down and he instantly, his eyes are wide open and he's just staring at me. I mean, it was, it was quite awkward, wasn't it? He, he was actually harrowing. Well, we was just talking. And, we and, were talking, yeah. And I just, like, the doors open, I glance, his bloke sat opposite me, and his eyes were wide open, and he was just staring at me. Yeah. And the minute he just sat down, he looked at me, and he went, what are you looking at? Yeah, he just wanted a fight. And he I was, just wanted to kill and, someone. And I just didn't say anything. I just, I didn't say nothing. I just carried on talking to Rox he about just cheese. He to me about <laughs> cheese. So, I wonder what sort of cheese they've got there. I wonder if they've got cheddar. <laughs> Mark genuinely was absolutely I was, pooing his pants. I was bricking it. To be right? fair, it was scary. Because but... he, he was a big chap, right? Yeah, he was. Anyway, so the, the, oh. the tube takes off. We go a few stops and uh, he stands up and he walks down the tube. He's staring at you the whole he's, time. He's eyeballing me the whole time. But he stands up and he walks down the tube and he sits about, I don't know, like 20 seats down to the right. So I'm thinking in my head, phew. He's gone, right? So I sort of glance down to see where he's gone. Of course he does. And he's staring at me 
from all the way down the carriage and he comes running towards me and I'm like, oh this, no. At this point, oh, no. I thought, that's it, he's dead. You're dead, I'm dead. Like, this is it. This is. He sits back down. I'm dying I'm... on the way to a cheese now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke. He sits down back opposite me. Yeah. And gets a little flick knife out of his pocket, oh. right? He's like one of those like silver ones where you press it and it like. It's whoosh. not even funny. It, it's not. And even he was funny. sat opposite me. And he went, "What did you say?" Oh, the knife. Oh yeah. And he's sitting there tapping the knife between his hands, like eyeballing me. And again, I just didn't say anything. Just kept, kept talking to I me kept about a fondue. To oh, do you, do you think the sort of have those slices of cheese that are like in burgers? Or I wonder if it's a big fondue. Or if it's I think, there'd be, I think there'd be crackers there as well. Or <laughs> you're not even really into fondue. <laughs> I'd love it if there was a pickled onion, maybe. Cheese. I'm absolutely terrified. At this point, I'm about to cry because I think I, he's going to stab him as the door's open. I can see the tears welling up in Rox's eyes. I thought, this is it. I've just found the love of my life and now he's going to die. The train pulls, the tube, sorry, pulls into a platform. Oh, and I kid you I will, not. I will never be more grateful for the fact that there was two coppers stood on the platform. Transport police, weren't they? Yeah, stood in those fluorescent yellow coats. He sees them through the window as the, as the tube's coming to a stop. The minute the door's open, he bursts out and takes off running down the platform. Uh, your luck, and that isn't a lie. And, the uh, luck of the transport police that was Just there. being there, uh, who knows what would have happened. Yeah. That was the closest that I've <laughs> ever gone, I'm dying tonight. That, that, I feel like that's the hairiest moment of it I ever had in London. Like people talk about, you know, uh, you although know. getting getting a coach uh, to football days away is pretty scary. <laughs> if you go to a derby day with the, you know, no the coaches are and, great. Are you actually football coaches are great? The, oh yeah, what well, the the armored tunnel you have to walk through, the police armored tunnel you have Wait, to walk through. A guard of honor. Oh, I never get. <laughs> I never get one of them again. No, the, the transport for London stuff. Oh. That was harrowing. So I think that's, that... That's really scared me, actually. <laughs> yeah, just thinking about it. That was long before the kids, yeah, when we first started going out. I was mad, wasn't it? It's just... It was one of those moments in time where you think... You got off and it was like sliding doors. You know that film where you get off and you go, this could have been a whole different... Yeah, like, life. life could have been so different. We were shaking. We shook the whole night, didn't we? Yeah. We ended up eating too much cheese. <laughs> And then we felt sick, didn't we? Because we were so scared. I, and then we got a cab home because we were frightened of getting the tube home. Yeah. Because it was such a, a weird ordeal, wasn't it, that happened? It was, and it was so unnecessary. So that, that, was, definitely anyway. my, that was definitely my scariest commute. Uh, my funniest commute with you, though, Rox. I don't yeah. know if you're going to remember this commute, okay? okay? This was me and you once got a coach back from London to Nottingham. We was coming to Nottingham for, like, the weekend... To oh, see some football. No. And I convinced Rox that it was going to get a coach because it was cheaper than getting the, the train. The train was like, I don't know. But the coach, I think, was like 20 quid each. It was well cheap back in the day I'm to get a coach. I'm not a coach fan. I'm sorry if you're offended, but <clears throat> I don't do well on coaches. I get a bit travel sick. We turned up late, right? We're running <laughs> to get the coach. We turn up. The coach is packed, right? Pat, like heaving. Like sweaty, heaving. Sweaty hot. We come up and he's like, oh, you're the last two. Last two seats, right? It's so busy that the toilet already stinks. That's, that's the gauge that I can give you. That's sure, isn't it? We get on, the toilet already stinks. The toilet already has that there's only there's only, one, there's only one seats together and it's the back row, right? And oh. there's three seats next to the toilet. 
Yeah. In the third seat was a man that had far too much to drink oh. and had a had like a bottle of like, I don't know, like one of those really strong like... Ciders. Ciders. Yeah, like... K-cider or whatever, yeah. K-lager. He had like... White lightning. Yeah, he had like a can of it in his hand. As we sat down, Rock sat next to him. Within 20 minutes... Within 20 minutes? 20 minutes. He fell asleep and peed himself. He, I'm not... <laughs> On a two and a half hour coach. I'm not. He wet himself after 20 minutes. Can I just say, <laughs> right, Mark's laughing now, but this is how he laughed for two and a half hours on the coach. And she kept saying, swap seats, swap seats. I was like, not a yeah, chance. Yeah, you were an absolute douchebag <laughs> and made me sit next to P-Gate in the corner. In the corner of... A coach, he wet himself. So he's he's asleep as well, passed out, doesn't even know he's he's sort of ruined the area. And just 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 to clarify for everyone, the coach didn't stop. The coach didn't it stop. Doesn't, it doesn't it have didn't a stop. He didn't need a wee break because he'd already had one, yeah? <laughs> the toilet next to me, one side, is absolutely stanking of so someone's there's... had a go before they've even taken off. <laughs> and then I've got old man over here with a cider, he's full of fruit and, and wet himself. Okay, Mark's laughing to the other side, and now the travel sick sets in. So as you can imagine, that was the ride of my life. It was. I'll look back now. Oh, it's I incredible! Refu- I don't, I'm not a coach person. I refuse to go back on a coach. You're not, not coach, are you, Rocks? I'm not coach. You're not coach. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it. I can't handle it. I don't know what everyone thinks is okay to do that sort of thing in public toilets around in a coach area. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I was you once... You just cried laughing. I was once on a football coach that uh, didn't have a toilet. Oh, no. And somebody bought on, like, a giant plastic barrel. Sorry, what? Uh, like, it's hard to explain. <laughs> That's not normal, is You it? know, like a beer barrel that, like, you get lager in, like yeah. a giant one. They, they, they bought on a plastic one that was enormous... And, and it, you were weeding it. Stop it! It was. It was left. Is that true? It was left by the like the fire door because there was no toilet. It was just left by the fire course, door. Course. And and you weeding it. <clears throat> and that is the standard that I had to live with. Okay, in my twenties, as you can imagine, now it's changed. Will, he goes to football. He does his thing. I can't handle that. You weed in a barrel. I mean, I have a trouble. It was an away a day. Let it, alone an away day. Yeah. It was an away day. Everyone had beers on. Who the... emptied the barrel? I didn't ask. Oh. I didn't. I didn't worry about that. Let's move on. I feel sick in my own mouth. If you have got a story about your commuting <laughs> days, do please get in touch uh, on ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Have you seen anything on a commute? Anything incredible? Anything terrible? Have you terrible? saved a life on a commute Have like you me? saved a life or or anything else on it? Have you ever had a burger sauce shot on a train? <laughs> Let us know on ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Do you have a dilemma? need some help in life? Dial! A dilemma. Hey. Oh, this week we've got a dilemma, Mark. And oh. I feel like this might be one for you because it might hit home a bit. 
Oh. Hi, Mark and Rox. I hope you're both well and I love the podcast. Thank you. Your recent talk of school days have reflected on my situation. I'm currently going through and I'd love to ask your advice. Can I say, by the way, before you carry on, to everyone that's emailed in t- saying about um, the bullying that they received as kids and the bullying they've had in life. And yeah. So many emails. So Thank you so much for people sending in your stories and, and saying that me talking about it helped. So... Um, yeah, yeah, I just want to say thanks. I'm glad it's helped <clears throat> some people. Throughout secondary school, I was bullied by one particular girl. It was hell. She would beat me up most days after school when walking home, would call me names and would spread rumours about me throughout the school. Oh, mm. The school never did much about it um, as it mostly happened towards the end of the day or outside when asked by my teacher why she was picking on me, she just shrugged her shoulders and said it was funny. Oh, that's disgusting. In the end, it left me feeling suicidal. Oh, no. And a shell of myself. And it wasn't until I left school and finally my town at 18, I got to go to university and she stopped. I mean, that, please, anyone doing that to someone, stop it. Now, I'm in my mid-30s and I feel so much happier and confident in myself. Good. I'm glad. And I work and live in the city not far from our childhood town. I've been at my job for three years and love it, apart from the fact that my childhood bully has recently been recruited onto another no. team. And it's now in my office daily. Oh, no. Oh. I'm keeping my distance and she hasn't said anything mean to me, but will look over at me a lot and try and sit near me. If I'm in the canteen, usually two or three seats away. She said hello to me the other day in the hall and I'll admit it, I just ignored her. Good. A part of me thinks we're adults now and should let it go. And I should speak to her politely, but other parts of me hates the thought that having to be polite to someone who made my life an absolute misery for many years and let her for- feel forgiveness. Luckily, we don't work in teams together, but it's a bit awkward for us both. I'd love to ask your advice. Thank you, Jess. Well, Jess. It's a tricky one, this, isn't it? Thank you for being so brave and telling us your story. And I can honestly say that is one dialer dilemma. That is a dilemma that I've had to think long and hard about because I feel like as a parent, I, you know, it's very, very hard knowing your children mm-hmm. are getting bullied or even being yeah. bullied ourselves, how hard it is to get through that. Um, but. Also, but she's in her 30s now and yeah, a lot of time's gone. Yeah, you are older now and, uh, you know, you don't want to hold on to that grudge because it's only you. She she obviously is just getting on with her life. It's only you that, you know, had to change your life of that. My thing, so I thought about this and I have this moral dilemma where I'm like, oh, sodder, no. But at the same time, I wasn't the same person that I was in my 20s, even my teens, yeah. I I was bullied by a few girls at school yeah. who I then went on to be quite good friends with. Right. And uh, I, I sort of let it go and it actually shaped me to be who I am now and got me where I am now, okay. right? I struggle with you making friends with her, but what I would do is set a boundary. So I'd if you've got to work in these teams or whatever and she's an adult now, she's trying to sit next to you because I bet you a fiver she feels guilt. She knows what she did. Yeah, 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 she yeah. knows who you are. Yeah. And she's probably trying to be friends with you to make you forgive her and feel, you know, to let, make up for to it. give her forgiveness for her own guilt. Yeah. Personally, I would I would just stay away, but be <clears throat> hello. Yeah. 
No, I, I would be very sort of drawn from it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't make friends with her. I wouldn't be best friends with her. I wouldn't really think. She's an acquaintance. You work with her, be professional, in my opinion, but don't be her friend. Don't cross that boundary for now. But you never know. You never know. You might get forgiveness. Mm. She might say sorry. Mm. You know, maybe you call her out and go, you ruined my life. You made me suicidal. Do you know what that did? Yeah. Because you don't know where that girl learned that. No. Where did the girl learn it from her parents? You just don't know in life. And I I'll wouldn't want what. you to feel any worse or anything, but, and I'm not a professional at all. So don't, you know, if you were suicidal and stuff, that's. You know terrible. what, if it happened to me? What? Do you know what I'd do? What would you do? I won't go anywhere near them. Forget that. No, yeah. not a chance. If somebody made me feel that bad where I felt suicidal, they're dead to me. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. Which is like, like what life now, like if, if you bump into someone who bullied you or whatever. Oh, I don't speak to them. You just ignore them. I, you know, I, I, I live in the city where I grew up and I, I see people all the time that I went to school with and I ignore them. People come up to me and say hello and whatnot. I ignore them. Mm. I, I don't want anything to do with these people. Yeah. You know. And Mark is actually really happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? It, it might be that they want forgiveness or maybe I would feel better. You know what? No, I can't. I don't want... I don't want anything to do you with You don't people. have to if you don't want to. And don't feel pressure from her feeling guilty. Just trying to, you know, I'm trying to think about it. Like, there's 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 one kid in particular I've never seen since I left school. I remember he, on a football field, spat in my face. <gasps> spat in my face on a football field. Like, oh came up to me, flemmed in my face, and ran off laughing. Oh, my God. And it, the thought of him coming up to me today, or working in the same place as me or whatever... I would have nothing to do with that person. Right. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's me holding on to a vendor and holding on to No, you've moved whatever. on. You don't have to be friends with I them. I don't want to be friends with them. If it was me, what was... I don't know if the person said their name. If it was me, I'd stay away Jess, from them. Jess, her name is. I wouldn't have anything to do with them, Jess. I would... I, you know what? I wouldn't forget what they'd done to me. I'd be happy that, you know what? I'm in a better place now. I'm, I'm happy with my life, but I don't want them in it. But And also try not to let it bring back trauma from that time. So... It's yeah, all about yeah. surrounding it, yourself yeah. with people that you do love at work and don't be rude, don't be obnoxious back, don't don't give her what they want, but just ignore. keep your way, just keep, you're there to do a job. You're just, not there to make Just ignore them, yeah, nothing to do with you. Yeah. I'm with Mark on this, sodder. <laughs> <laughs> if, she made you, me. if she made you feel that bad, you don't need that bad energy in your life. I'm all about good energy surrounding you. Block it out, carry on, move your way up, become her boss, and then fire her. <laughs> <laughs> if you have got a dilemma that you want me and Rox to talk about, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Love it. Fire her. Fire her. Get her out of there. <laughs> That's illegal, so don't. Don't, don't take my words. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Date Night Diaries. Date night. Date night diaries. Right, I've got one in this week that I think is going to be potentially something that a lot of people can relate to, Roxanne. Oh. I think this might be a, a date night dilemma that a lot of people have faced. Oh, go on. Dear Mark and Rox, loving the podcast so far. Thank you. Uh, here's my date night disaster. Not a not a diary, oh. a disaster. Oh, no. Let me take you back to Valentine's Day 2020. Ooh. Me and my partner decided to go 
to one of our local pubs for some food. Lovely. The food was lovely and we were having a great time until my partner had a little bit too much to drink and got a bit drunk. It was a stumbly walk home, but we made it back in one piece. This is where the disaster strikes. Oh, no. I put my partner to bed so he could sleep off some of the drink. But at about 4am, I was awoken to the sound of running water, (gasps) rain. I didn't know what was wrong. I turned on the bedroom light to see my partner stood in the corner of the room. Doing what? Weeing into the corner. Oh! They went there. In the corner? He was weeing all over the bedroom carpet floor. Oh, side note, side note, I was living with my parents at the time. Oh! <laughs> oh no. After he finished doing his business, he pulled up his boxers and passed back out onto the bed, leaving me to clean up the mess. The following morning, I asked him about it and he doesn't remember a thing. I bet he don't. <laughs> I'll pull that one too if someone had to clear up my wee. Oh, no. I mean, this sounds quite a common thing, though. If people are out drinking or you had, you're sleepwalking or you think you're at the toilet and you're dreaming that you I are. I feel like this happens a lot. I hear a lot yeah. of people saying that they, they, they weed into wardrobes, things oh. like that. Then your mate wee in a chest of drawers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you oh, telling me no. this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't wee into it. It's worse. What? One of my mates had had a few to drink and in the middle of the night, doesn't remember doing this, but what? he had like a, a, a bedside cabinet with three drawers. <laughs> and apparently he opened the top drawer yeah. and puked into it. Oh, no! Efficient, no, at least, not on the floor. Well... He he knew because when he woke up, absolutely hanging, he opened his eyes and wondered why the room smelt of sick and couldn't find it and was like absolutely hungover, searching for it. Yeah, ended up opening the top drawer. It it was just full of sick. Yeah, but it seeped through into <gasps> all the two drawers beneath. That's not good for the wood. That, that would <laughs> seep through that wood and what was in it? Oh no, socks. Socks. I thought it was we. Sorry, but that's worse. That's worse. It, Although I have become desensitised to it. When you have kids, you become a bit desensitised to wee and poo. But if, and I was, if I was weeing in the side of our bedroom, what would you do? If you were asleep, and like, if you were just doing it like, oh, you're right, love, I'm just having a wee, <laughs> I'd be like, you're despicable. Despicable. But you can't... You can't like, cast if it you're as, sleepwalking... Or is it so- sleepwalking though? He's drunk. No, if you're drunk, no, you should know better. But you shouldn't get that drunk where you don't know where you are. I, I feel like oh, I'm, I'm being a judgment here, but if you... I would be we've annoyed all if it, you no. weed in the corner and I had to sleep all night. We've all done it where we've had too much to drink and you don't quite I've remember. I've not weed in the corner of my I've bedroom. Ne- I've never either. No, I've, I haven't. I've always made the toilet... Uh. Yeah, I've always made a toilet or a bath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've never, I've, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've always made it. I mean, I might have had a little wee on the way home before. Yeah, but you're not doing it on fabric or a wall, <laughs> or, you know, or your mum's wallpaper, are I've you? I've never done it on the bedroom carpet. I bet a lot of people have, though. I want to know how many people have, because I guarantee there is a lot. I hear this is a common one. Are we a lot laughing? You know, you can't help that sometimes. If you or your partner 
I've ever weed in the corner? Has it been into a wardrobe, into a suitcase, yeah. up the wall? What's the worst thing you've weed in? Come What's on. the worst thing after I a few drinks? Date yeah. Night Diaries, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. I think, I think there's going to be some good ones out there. I reckon there is. Oh! Confessions of a... Talking of some good oh, ones out there. Here we go. We all, <laughs> oh, there's a silence. We all just need to brace ourselves before today. Why? Please, no. Do you know what? Can I just say one thing, actually? I'm going to have a little drink because I just need to have People a People have been sending me a portable kettle that you can pack in your suitcase. I've seen. I've, I've seen. I've been sent it. It's flat pack. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't want a kettle to go on their hotel holiday... There's one online. Get it. Honestly. <laughs> For the kettle stories. After today, you're going to need to pack more than a kettle. Why? What else can there be other than a kettle, ice tongs and a... Bed sheet. Bed sheet. What? There is, after, oh. after this story, guys, there's going to be something else you can't touch in a hotel room. I'm already, I'm sad for my loss. Go on. Is it bad? This is, I, you look horrified. This is a bad one. Is it? I think this is a bad one. Dear Mark and messaging? Dear Mark and Rocks, love, love, love the podcast. Keep it coming. Confessions of a housekeeper slash hotel guest in my case. Oh my goodness. Please keep me anonymous. You know it's good when they're asking to be anonymous up front. <laughs> yes. That is bad, love. You think kettles and ice tongs are bad? How about this? Oh. Me and my partner were still in the early stages of our relationship when we decided to go on our first holiday abroad together. Right. You know what it's like? Cheap hotel, first real time alone together, so you're having lots and lots of sexy time. Fine. Okay. Okay. First holiday away. They're enjoying themselves as a a, a young couple. Nothing wrong with that. So, one time we was enjoying ourselves on the hotel sofa and my partner was doing something that felt very, very nice. Right. But I had no idea what he was actually doing. Oh, and there it is. And there it is. When we had finished, I sat up on the sofa and saw him placing the TV remote (gasps) onto the coffee table. No! No! No, 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 no! Stop it! It was quite a slim remote with with a narrowing at the top. I was stunned, but it did make me giggle. Don't worry, I did give it a little wipe down later, but he said leave it. He found the idea of someone else using the remote a couple of days later quite a turn on. What the f- You a sick individual! What the- oh, That's a TV not- remote! Sorry? A TV remote? People! Oh, oh, a TV you- remote rocks! My- I can't cope! I've got goosebumps just at the thought of it. Oh, I'm bleach. Oh, do you know what? That's it. 
That is it. I'm buying a pair of evidence gloves. No latex gloves. I'm buying a box of 500 from Amazon. I'm getting them sent. When now I go into hotel rooms, it's going to be like a crime scene. Putting, putting my, glass, my, my gloves on. Going to have my portable kettle. Going to have my ice tongs on. I, I, I just can't even cope with this. I can't cope with a TV I've got a remote. joke in my head as well. Like... I bet he knew how to push her buttons. <laughs> what the hell? Why am I making a joke about something that made me sick? Again. It's just like, another love life on standby. So, oh. Sounds like he was in control. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Why are we? Oh, it's just incredible. I'm going to say something. Shame on you. <laughs> TV remote. Oh, I, I bet people do that because it's the shape of it, isn't it? Like the sky, no, don't. The sky remote. No, don't. I what do you don't. mean the shape? Sky remote's pretty small, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> this is so weird and wrong. And I, I just. This don't... is the only time I've ever been involved with anything with hotel equipment, they say. Uh, and I'm now grown up. Uh, and after hearing of lots of your hotel confessions on the podcast, I think in future I'll be taking rubber gloves and a bottle of bleach with me on every hotel. Yeah, we will, all because of you. TV remote <sighs> life over there. Yeah, thanks. You've ruined everyone's day. Oh, I won't go near a remote again. A ever. remote. A remote a re- rocks. I know. I've got so many questions that I'm just going to put to the back of my brain. Okay. Just, just. <sighs> Well, I just need to take a minute. That's not... Let's all take a I'll, collective minute. I shouldn't minute. judge people, but I can't... It's a communal remote. <laughs> Do you know? You know. Oh. If you have got anything else that Keep you would like... to yourself, all right? This would, section's cancelled. No like, more. That you would like to take out of bounds at a hotel... Please do get in touch. I'm trying to think what else. I, you know what? I didn't even think of remotes. It wasn't something that was even I on my radar. I don't look at a remote and go, going to have some fun with that. <laughs> it's not something that was like, even on my don't radar. Don't get me wrong. Like, maybe I'm just not that, I don't know, just not in a hotel room. Not like pure If you in. have got any stories, uh, do please get in touch. Ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. That was too far. Oh, it's one lady. Hold on, hold on. I'm so You're just sat there looking at me. Oh, sorry. Right. I'm just a bit traumatised by what happened. I'm going to play the jingle. Okay. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. You're taking okay. a breath? Rewind. Remix. It's One Line Wonders. A whole story in a sentence. Oh. Rich <laughs> is still getting over it. Oh, Sorry. One Line Wonders, this is uh, the section of the show where you send us something in that has made us <laughs> laugh. You're made us laugh in one line. So this is from Molly, who lives in Nottingham. Molly! <laughs> Her story is, my granddad was at a funeral and during a moment oh. of silence, his phone started ringing. Oh, dear. The ringtone was Imagine by John Lennon, <laughs> which as I'm sure you know, the words are, imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> My granddad couldn't stop the phone ringing and had to walk out of the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. 
good. It's like a funeral thing. Imagine there's no, no heaven. heaven. I mean, it's sick, really. We shouldn't laugh, but it is funny. Imagine that going off. I mean, it's a sign. It, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sign that they're not going the way you want. So I love that he just was like, I'll leave now. I'll leave. He couldn't John, stop it. He just walked straight out. John Lennon, John Lennon spoken. I'm out. I'm out. Molly, thank love you. That. Thank you for your one-line wonders. If you have got a one-line wonder that you want to oh. send to us, a whole story in a sentence, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I love that. Living with a... Seven. Seven. We're, back. Right. We're back, mate. Oi. She's back from our space. Oi, oi. Just got to find you here with that sad look upon your face. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but we are back. We are back where it needs to be. Guys, this is the section of the show where we talk about the things that Rox can talk, Roxanne can't talk properly with. Oh. And I know we've been taking this in turns sometimes living with a northerner, but last week was the, one of those times living with a northerner. Roxanne thought she was packing some heat when she came at me with half. I did come at you with half. And no. You've used my full name in this week. Roxanne. What? I have had an email. Uh, he's had one email. I've had himself. an email from a teacher. Is it a professor? It's is a it teacher. someone with a degree? Is Helen. it someone? Is it the Helen. <laughs> Helen. Oh, Helen. emailed in. Come on. Pray do tell. As a school teacher, I have to tell you, so this is last week's word, Helen Helen's about to ruin my life. Half is actually pronounced with an R. That's but it's not, not spelt with it, is it? It's not a North versus South thing. Oh. When you sound it phonetically, you sound the H and then the A-L together. Half. The A-L is a diagraph. Diagraph. And it's pronounced A-R. Like That's no, laugh. That's no, luff. No, an A, an A, an A L is pronounced A R in certain words, such as calf, calm, palm, balm. She sounds like a Karen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're scrubbing off last week. Teacher face over there. Thank you, Helen. (laughs) Thank you, Helen. Thank you very much, Helen. (laughs) I love you. All the love goes to you this week. Thanks, Helen, for showing me up. Love Back you. to living with a southerner. We're <laughs> going to use a word that Roxanne used uh, only last night Ooh, when wow. we was uh, sitting down to watch a film, uh, and it was an end of the world type film. Yeah. And Roxanne walked over and went, "Oh, I love a good disaster film." Do you love a disaster? Movie? Disaster. <laughs> oh, here we no. go. Disaster. disaster. There's no R in disaster. Yeah, but it sounds... D-I-S-A-S-T-E-R. Disaster. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. You sound like Gollum. Disaster. No. No, disaster. No, 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 no. (laughs) Disaster puts the power and the weight in the gravity of what's happening. Doesn't it sound like... Disaster. Disaster (gasps) sounds like... Oh, oh, you're never going to believe there's a disaster. I went to Waitrose earlier and I was completely out of quail eggs. Oh, the, the avocados were not even ripe. You can't be angry. Here it is. You can't be angry <laughs> about a disaster. <laughs> I love a disaster movie. No. I'm going to start talking like that just to annoy you. <laughs> 
I went to the supermarket earlier. I was down there in wet trolls, and there was a complete sellout of mozzarella. There was no mozzarella. It's a disaster. No. Now that is a disaster. No, it's disaster. There's a disaster happening. It's soaked with anger. Why is that? Why are you so aggressive about it? You can't say disaster with anger. Say disaster with anger. Disaster. No, you can't. You say disaster. If I was sitting... Disaster. If I was sitting... Oh, if an I, right, absolute disaster. If I was sitting in a restaurant having something to eat and somebody burst in and went, <laughs> oh my goodness, guys, there's a disaster outside. It yeah, wouldn't right? It wouldn't yeah. terrify me as much as if somebody burst in and went, guys, this is a disaster. <laughs> yeah, but if anything, it's less panicking. So like, <laughs> you'll, you'll finish your steak and then you'll leave. You won't panic and run and get trampled. If it's a disaster, I need to run. Yeah, but you don't need to panic in a disaster. You need to remain calm and find the an exit. The gravity of the situation is being lessened by the pronunciation. Let's be honest, if it's a disaster, <laughs> you're, you're not going to have a good day. All right? So there's no point. The way you say it don't matter because pff, it never ends well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think no. we agree to disagree. No, we don't disagree way. to yeah. disagree. This is a disaster. This is a disaster, darling. <laughs> a complete disaster. <laughs> this is the last time I buy quail eggs from Waitrose. Like quail eggs? What, what do you think is a quail egg? What do you just? I don't know. It just sounds like something posh, doesn't it? <laughs> Name that sound. The hardest quiz in the world. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Mate, I went in this week, didn't I? This. Oh, where is it? This I is, think I got it right this week. This is last week's sound. Yeah, straight up bat in a cave, that. <laughs> bat in a cave or mouse in a cave. Rat. Rat in a cave. What? I can see your bit of paper. My paper says C- bat. Covered in Pepsi. Bat in cave. Bat in cave. Bat in cave. It sounds like a little, you know, I don't know what they're called, a muggle of butt bats? A ha- haggle of bats? Well, I can confirm you wasn't the only one that thought it was bats in cave. Oh, lots of people thought it was bats in cave. Well, I would have thought with you know autumn round the corner, Mark, and Halloween not far off. You've gone for a bat. Sound. You'd be wrong. Oh, what is it then? Is as, it a rat? As a few people suggested, it was a rat. Oh, and it's not in a cave. Is it on the tube? It's in the sewer. Oh, rat in a sewer. Rat in a sewer. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like confessions of a housekeeper, that, doesn't it, eh? <laughs> a rat in that a sewer. That does sound like rat in a sewer. I'll give right. it that. Not that I've been in a sewer, but I'm I'm sure in a disaster <laughs> movie. In a disaster That's moment. what it sounds like. Somebody just dropped my BMW kiss down that sewer. <laughs> I don't have a BMW! <laughs> what are you chatting? <laughs> right, here's this week's sound. You ready? Go on. <laughs> what the muffin? <laughs> Sounds like me waking up at the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. What is that? What is yeah. that? that? sounds like a goblin, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not here to me help choking you. choking on my pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. Oh. It's quick. Yeah. That is... Yeah. Do you remember Gremlins? From the 80s, 90s, the film, 80s, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a little gizmo, the gremlin. 
I'm going to go Gremlin. She's gone for oh, Gremlin. Oh, I've gone there. I've gone back to the 80s, mate. She's gone for a Gremlin. Gremlin. I'm going to go. It's the evil one with the red eyes. Red-eyed Gremlin. Stripe, when he called. What? Stripe, I think. Yeah, well, the nice fluffy one was Gizmo. Gizmo, I think the one was Stripe, I think. Oh, good remembering, Mark. Thank you, that Mark. I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Let us know, guys. Love every podcast at gmail.com. That's I'll be it. honest, that does sound like when you wake me up and I'm. Yes. <laughs> Leave me alone. What day is it? <laughs> What's the weather going to be like? Then, are they? What a coffee. <laughs> I don't sound like that. You, you make do. me sound like a disaster. <laughs> The first thing every morning you go, what's the weather going to be like? I have to. You have Why to. Why do I know? Why are you weatherman? Ritual, I wake my eyes up. You say, Roxanne, tell me the time, and then I say, what's the weather going to be today? I, how am I, I to have know? to know this Look to know how to dress because I know to know if it's there's not my responsibility. Right, anyway, from wearing jeans or a dress. <sighs> Guys, thank you everybody a jumper. for Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, it's important in the UK, you know that. I'm just going to start the song. <laughs> Everybody, have a great week. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thank Let's you. go.